Hey coach, welcome to episode 11, how to become a sought after coach in your niche. There is this popular notion that becoming a quote unquote sought after coach equates to people literally breaking down your door and a never ending waiting list. I find this to be a dramatic oversimplification that truly overlooks the reality of building a successful coaching practice. Let's debunk this idea and look at what being a sought-after coach truly is. Sought-after can mean many things. So what probably comes to most of our minds are words such as popular, wanted, favored, demanded, liked, fashioned, trendy, and all the rage. It can also mean blessed, heaven-sent, and well-liked. So biblically speaking, sought means to inquire for, to ask for, to endeavor to find or gain by any means. So in other words, to be a sought after coach means that someone is searching for what you can deliver. Hey coach, welcome back to the Coach by God Entrepreneur Show. I'm Denise Milianta, self-proclaimed mama bear of the coaching industry, certified professional coach, mentor, consultant, tech trainer, and a faith-filled business maven with a knack for turning chaos into gold. If you are ready to leverage your hard-earned coaching certification, get clarity, create ripples in the marketplace, build a business that glorifies God and make money, this podcast is for you. You can find out more and connect with me over at denisemilianta.coach. Ready to dig into today's show? Get ready for a dash of sass, a sprinkle of wit, a dose of wisdom, and a whole lot of no-nonsense strategies that will transform your life and your business. Let's go. Welcome back. Today's podcast outlines what it means to be sought after, the do's and don'ts of becoming a sought-after coach, how to know when you have become the sought-after coach. So coaches who want to become the coach that everyone wants to work with are the ones who put in the work. Ouch. Someone needs to say this loud and clear. Um, allow me to give it to you straight up. There is no magical way, no secret formula, no one exact path to overnight success. It simply does not exist. As coached by God entrepreneurs, we should know this. Every hero in the Bible experienced a wilderness before success. What makes any one of us different? Unfortunately, way too many of us have been or are being bamboozled by this overnight type of marketing, and then they become disappointed and discouraged. I'm sure you get you can guess what happens next. They throw in the towel, they give up, they jump to the next thing that sounds enticing. So from the mountaintop of wisdom, let's part the seas of misconception and journey through the land of coaching with a dash of sass, a sprinkle of wit, and sandals laced with six no-nonsense strategies guided by scripture. Number one, and I'm sorry for the sniffles, ladies, I do have a cold, and gentlemen. Okay, number one, sustainable growth over instant fame. Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Just as the Lord advises patience and trust in his timing, 
A coach's path to being sought after is not a sprint, but a marathon. Instant fame is as fleeting as manna from heaven. Sustainable growth, on the other hand, is the promised land flowing with milk and honey. It's built over time through dedication and unwavering faith in your calling. Number two, quality over quantity. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. That's Matthew 18, verse 20. And this teaches us that the value of meaningful, the value of meaningful connections. A coach's mission isn't to gather a multitude for the sake of numbers, but to foster a flock where each sheep is known by name. The quality of your discipleship through coaching far outweighs the quantity. For in the depth of these relationships is where true transformation will be found. Also personalized attention. John 10 verse 14 says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. As the good shepherd provides for each of his sheep, a sought after coach will offer personalized guidance and they won't spread themselves too thin like the loaves and fishes, but they will ensure that each client receives their portion of attention and care, which will lead to a transformation that's both personal and profound. Number four, continuous engagement and development. 2 Peter 3 verse 18 says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Resting on past achievements is not the way of the wise coaches. A true coach, much like a steadfast disciple, will continuously seek wisdom. We will stay abreast of the changing tides and we will hone our crafts. This journey of perpetual growth is what keeps coaches in demand. Their lamp filled with oil, always ready for the bridegroom. Number five, strategic marketing and networking. Matthew 5, 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. A coach must not hide their light under a bushel, but must strategically place it atop the hill. Marketing and networking are the hilltops from where your light can shine, drawing those towards your expertise and wisdom. It's about building the kingdom, your coaching practice on a hill and not in a hidden valley. And lastly, you want to set boundaries and expectations. Matthew 5 verse 37 says, but let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. Wisdom lies in setting boundaries and being very clear about what can and cannot be done. A sought-after coach knows their limits and communicates them plainly, creating a sanctuary of trust and respect with their clients. This structured approach allows for effective service without parting the Red Sea of your well-being. So the journey to becoming a sought-after coach is akin to Moses leading his people to the promised land. It's going to require your faith, your patience, and a steadfast commitment to quality, personal growth, and cl clear communication. I believe that when we are armed with these strategies, the chaotic imagery of doors being broken down is replaced with a vision of the Red Sea parting it's going to lead you and your clients towards a land of growth and prosperity. Okay, three do's and three don'ts to becoming the sought-after coach. 
to pave your path to becoming a sought-after coach, it's essential to follow some strategic do's and don'ts that focus on three things, quality, growth, and integrity. So the first do, do focus on niche mastery. Specialize in a specific area of coaching. This is going to allow you to deepen your expertise, tailor your services, and stand out in a crowded market. Clients seek coaches who understand their unique challenges and goals, making niche mastery a powerful way to attract the right clientele. And yes, I see lots of coaches giving you advice, saying that you don't have to niche down. I could not disagree more. The second two, do build strong relationships. Prioritize building genuine, lasting relationship with not only your clients, but peers and other industry leaders. Because networking isn't just about expanding your contact list. It is about creating more meaningful connections, which will lead to referrals, collaborations, and a supportive community. Number three, do invest in continuous learning. The coaching industry, as we know, is always evolving and so should you. So commit to lifelong learning by attending workshops, obtaining more certifications, if need be, stay up to date with the latest trends and techniques. This not only enhances your skills, but also demonstrates your commitment to providing the best services to your clients. Okay, moving on to the don'ts. The first one, don't neglect your online presence. In today's world, we do need to be present on a continual basis because your online presence is often the first impression that potential clients will have of you. So don't overlook the importance of a professional website, an active social media profile uh, or profiles, and engage in content that will showcase your expertise and your specific approach to coaching. Um, more importantly, your coaching style. If you have not listened to the episode on dominant coaching styles, I suggest that you go back and listen in on that one. There are many coaches out there that will tell you that you do not need a professional website, and I do not agree with that 100%. I do not, do not agree with that. The second don't is do not promise overnight success. Avoid making those unrealistic promises or offering quick fixes. Listen, true transformation takes time and effort. So setting realistic expectations is going to help build trust and credibility with your clients. It's also going to help build brand credibility with your marketing. So you want to ensure, you know, by doing these things, you can help ensure a more fulfilling coaching experience for both parties, you and your coach clients. Number three, do not stop marketing yourself. Even when you have a handful of clients or even when your practice seems full, don't halt your marketing efforts. This is a really big no-no. You want to consistently be promoting your services, sharing success stories, and engaging with your audience because this is going to ensure a steady flow of clients and maintain your status as a sought-after coach. Now, full disclosure here, I often will fall off this practice. Um, it's something that I'm working on. I do find myself sometimes halting in my marketing efforts when I do have a full plate. 
don't do don't do what I do, okay? Continue to market yourself. I do believe that by adhering to these do's and don'ts, you can be on your way to building a reputable and thriving coaching practice that's not only going to attract clients, but also, you know, make a meaningful difference in their lives. As coaches, I know our hearts are all on the same page. True certified coaches have hearts for impact. Okay, let's move on and finish up with how do you know when you are sought after? Recognizing when you've become a sought-after coach is no different than sensing the changes in seasons. There will be clear signs and shifts in your environment, and here are some ways that you can tell when you've reached that status. So number one is demand, and I want to refrain from using the word consistent because it might not be like a daily, weekly flow, okay? You will have a steady stream of inquiries and referrals, and yes, maybe your calendar might get booked in advance. Um, it's not because, you know, you're overextending yourself. This is really important. It's because clients are eager to work with you. You know, the goal here is not to fill up your calendar to the point where you have no time left for yourself or for, you know, doing business behind the scenes, right? We still have to have time to work on our businesses on the back end. Um, when you do see this flow, I believe that this demand could be a testament to your reputation and the value that you are providing. Second is high quality, high quality referrals. Now, you're not just getting more clients, but you're getting the right kind of clients. These individuals come highly recommended from your previous clients or sometimes even from other peers who understand and appreciate the unique benefits of your coaching style. These referrals are definitely a sign that your impact is profound and recognizable. Number three, increased visibility and recognition. Your thought leadership in your niche has elevated, right? You might find yourself invited to maybe speak at industry events, maybe uh do a uh, guest blog article or be a guest on a podcast. This visibility is not just about being known. It's about being respected for your insights and your contributions. Pricing power. With demand comes the ability to sometimes command higher fees for your services. You're no longer competing on price but on value and clients are willing to invest more because they believe in the transformation or the outcomes that you say you can facilitate. Number five is client success stories. The true measure of a coach's worth is in the success of our clients. When our clients, when our clients achieve their goals and they credit their success to our coaching, then they share their stories publicly. This is powerful and it's a clear indicator that we've not just we're not just coaches, but we are catalysts for change. Number six personal fulfillment. So beyond these external indicators, becoming a sought-after coach is going to bring a deep sense of personal fulfillment. It's not about being busy. It's about being impactful. You will feel more aligned with your purpose, and you will know that your work is making a difference in the lives of others. You're going to have more confidence. Number seven, selective clientele. The luxury of choice becomes more the, the luxury of choice becomes yours. 
Now, you get to choose who you want to work with, even from the beginning, right? Even as new coaches. But a lot of new coaches, they choose to work with whoever crosses their path. Now, when you get to the point where you can actually choose who you want to work with based on alignment with your coaching philosophy and values, this does ensure that, you know, your work is going to remain energizing and fulfilling. Lastly is sustainable growth. Your practice grows in a sustainable manner, and instead of all those peaks and valleys and client engagement, you experience a steady flow. You have manageable growth that allows you to maintain the quality that you want in your life and your personal well-being. Now, understand that I said it's manageable growth. Uh, we don't want to you know, have this snowball effect where we can't keep up with things. So becoming a sought-after coach is not just about reaching a destination, coaches. It's about the journey of continuous improvement, deep connections, and meaningful impact. It's when your, I guess, professional achievements are actually mirrored by personal fulfillment and the success of your clients that you truly know you, that this is when you truly know that you've become the coach that others are seeking after. So becoming a sought-after coach involves a combination of building a strong reputation, continuously improving your coaching skills, and also effectively marketing your services. If you want to become the sought-after coach in your niche, go ahead and book a complimentary consultation call with me by visiting my website. During this call, I will provide you with the next steps that you need to take towards becoming a sought-after coach in your industry. Be well. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Coach by God Entrepreneur. If this blessed you, please hit the subscribe button and leave me a review. I would be truly blessed if you shared this podcast with another coach. And remember, success in coaching is not just about what you achieve, but who you become in the process. Tune in for more insights and actionable strategies in my upcoming episodes. Stay connected, stay inspired, and let God lead the way to your coaching greatness.